Hey y'all, this is Gabby Schiavino with the Team Roping Journal, and today is Veterans Day. So on behalf of the staff here at the Team Roping Journal, we'd like to offer our military veterans a sincere thanks. Uh, we are ever grateful for the sacrifices you and your families have made. Uh, we recognize that our freedoms aren't free, so thank you. In honor of Veterans Day, I'm going to read The Helper. It's a story that's featured in our November issue of the magazine, and it is a salute to Colorado team roper Donnie Woodmancy, who is a first responder, a military veteran, a father, and a husband. I hope you enjoy, and thanks again. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes, so stay tuned and listen for the commercial break to learn more about what Fastback Ropes has to offer. The Helper by G.R. Schiavino Look for the helpers, says a Mr. Rogers quote. There, you'll find Colorado roper Donnie Woodmancy, first responder, military veteran, father, and husband. I have to go, Donnie Woodmancy said, calmly, but also abruptly, about 20 minutes into our conversation. Woodmancy, 45, is a firefighter at Denver, Colorado's South Metro Station. In the background, noise over a loudspeaker indicates that the unit has been called to respond to an emergency. Woodmancy, indeed, has to go. A career firefighter for 21 years, Woodmancy was turned on to the pursuit when he served in Bosnia in 1999 and 2000 with the National Guard in the wake of the most violent war Europe had experienced since the end of World War II. There, a supervisor planted the seed that he'd be a good fit. His 16-year career with the Guard would also place Woodmancy in Iraq and Afghanistan, not to mention performing humanitarian aid response to Hurricanes Katrina and Rita and answering the countless other calls of duty. But first, he was a Marine. I joined the Marines right out of high school. I got out of the Marines, and I joined the Reserves. I spent the next 16 years there. The National Guards what took me everywhere. The Marines, I got to see a few other countries and got on a big ship and went around the Pacific one time. But it's the National Guard that really made me worldly. Before seeing the world... Woodmancy spent his first years in New Mexico, then came of age in Wickenburg. People didn't team rope there, he said of his roping influences prior to the move. It was calf roping and steer wrestling. Then we moved to Arizona and someone asked me if I roped, and I was like, yeah, I rope. And then, which end? And it was like, uh, I try to rope the head? The world of Wickenburg was new to me. It didn't take long for Woodmancy to assimilate, though. I worked for the Wickenburg Roping Club before the USTRC was even around, Woodmancy said, who was hired to run the stripping shoots. Then I worked for another producer, Ray Ellenberger, and he was there before Beaver Bird came in. 
we hauled their cattle all around and we went out to Buckeye before there was a big deal there. In high school, Woodmancy entered up for the first time. I was probably 15 or 16. I borrowed a buddy's horse and roped with him there. Though his mother let him skip school to compete, Woodmancy returned home prizeless, but the event remains a memorable one. I learned there's a more efficient way, he said. Prior to that, all the ropings that the Wickenburg Roping Club produced and Terry Ellenberger produced were ten steers. We would work well past midnight just to get a handful of team ropers through all ten of their steers. Then, all of a sudden, this numbering system comes in with handicaps. The roping was huge, Woodmancy continued. I remembered pulling into the parking lot and being like, Oh my gosh, we're going to be here until next Thursday. But they just rolled us. Bam, bam, bam. That was the first time I had ever seen an event like that. The roping bug was set, but when Mancy had long looked to the military when considering his future. They've all done it, and these guys were all my heroes, he said of the men in his family. There's too many to list. Two of my mom's brothers served... My dad served, both of my grandfathers. One of them was a lifer. My step-grandfather served. My great-grandfather served. It just goes on and on. It's kind of like the family business. The men served in various branches of the armed forces, but his father's service in the Marines held Woodmancy's attention the most. My dad joined the Marines during Vietnam, and that inspired me. He was very proud. He was a Texas game warden, and he had that to be proud of. But the Marine thing always stood out. You could just see it. He would walk into a room and just own it, and that was his presence. It was the Marine in him. He carried himself that way, and that's what I wanted to do. It looked sharp, and to a young man, it was very appealing. The four-year enlistment served Woodmancy well. It was everything I wanted. I joined what I thought was the best. That's what I needed from it. I didn't need mediocrity. I needed what I felt was the best. So I went and did that and really uh, took some lumps for a few years, but it changed a lot of things for me. Even to come home and visit my folks, my stepdad was just standing there looking at me like, what did you do with that kid that walked out our door? In this year's first days of fall, Woodmancy loaded up from his northern Colorado home and headed to the Colorado Springs area for a roping clinic with Colorado Professional Rodeo Association champion header and horse trainer Nick Polera, who partnered with the nonprofit Warriors and Rodeo to host a free two-day event for military service members and first responders. The event received support from Helomatic Training Systems and prize buckles from Gist Silversmiths and featured dummy work each morning and live steer roping in the afternoons. The event culminated with a jackpot for the participants. It was so fun, Woodmancy commented the following week. Made some good connections and we're planning to grow it next year. Hey, I'm going to take a break from this episode to tell you about our longtime partners at Fastback Ropes. When we started the score four years ago now, 
Fastpack jumped on board and said they wanted to support more coverage of the sport of team roping. They work with us all year long to cover team roping. You'll notice all of our circuit rodeo stories are brought to you by Fastback Ropes because they believe in supporting every level of team roping, not just the clay try-ins of the world. They believe in supporting the amateur rodeo guys, the, the girls out there roping at the all-girl. They are an all-encompassing rope company. They were created in 1995 with a single mission in mind, to build the best rope on the market. That will always be their number one goal. They believe it is important to focus on building the best product possible and to treat customers with respect that they deserve. That philosophy has served the company well and they're enjoying the rapid growth. Check them out at fastbackropes.com. You can shop for ropes. Even if you're listening internationally, you can place an order by calling 817-279-1851. If you are a breakaway rover, Fastback has something for you. They've got the new rope, the cure that they just released. There is a ton of stuff going on at fastbackropes.com. We are so grateful to be a Fastback Ropes partner as we have been for many, many years and we are committed to Fastback Ropes and just as they have shown the commitment to us. So check them out, fastbackropes.com. WAR, or WAR, as the nonprofit is known, supports members of the military, law enforcement, EMS, and firefighters to access opportunities and resources in rodeo and, in recent years, has included racing and recreational opportunities as well. The goal of the program is to ease the transition between the extreme demands of their members' professional lives and their ability to find enjoyment in daily life. For Woodmancy, war aligns well with his already established roping habits. If you watch the news tomorrow morning, he said just days before the clinic, you'll see a big, giant funeral for a South Metro firefighter. That's just part of our life. We lost one of our own here the last week. That stuff wears on you. Woodmancy acknowledges, of course, that losing a loved one is hard on everyone, but for people in his line of work, the losses keep coming. Then you lose another one, he said, and another one. Then you start wondering, is it me? He also shed light on the challenge of returning home after combat. I'm sure you've changed jobs in the past, and it took a year or two to figure out where you fit into the whole thing, right? He asked. Put yourself in Afghanistan and Iraq. That's a long time you were away from home. But you're just hitting your stride in that environment, and then bam, you come home. The world doesn't look the same when you get home. It can be kind of harsh. Your youngest, your three-year-old, forgot who you were while you were gone and your wife's been pulling her weight and then some while you were gone. So it's just hard. It doesn't come easy to fit back in. Often, the easier choice is to return to work and to combat, if able, instead of struggling to find a new normal. Woodmancy, who, like many combat veterans and first responders, is diagnosed with PTSD, made that choice once. Then, when he retired in 2015, after 20 years of military service, he found a way to apply what he knew and how he worked in the military and as a firefighter to his roping practice. I came home and I was kind of lost for a little while, and that's when I really turned back to team roping, he explained. I went back to what I knew, 
and I took the training that I've learned from the fire service and the military, and I've applied it to my team roping. The whole purpose of the way we train in both military and fire services is that you don't do it all in every practice. Like team sports growing up, you didn't play a football game at every practice. You practice hitting and you practice throwing. There are fundamentals, and then on game day, you put it all together. So that has been how I've focused on this. I work on my horse daily, and it has taught me anger management. It'll show its head, and it'll reflect in my horses if I let that take control. Plus, it gives me something to accomplish every day. Let's make something for other people out of this, Wood Mancy said when he discovered he was the subject of an upcoming story. That's the helper in him. It's been a part of his makeup since the beginning, but it's also evolved over the years. Whereas once, the husband and father to two boys needed to return to combat to answer his calling, he now recognizes the commitment it required from his community, especially his family, and make sure to give the recognition their due. Whenever I get the chance, Wood Mancy said, if we meet people as a family, I will always tell them, we served from these days to these days. We served, me and my family, during Afghanistan. It's very important to me to shine that light on them, too. Wood Mancy and his wife, Jen, were newlyweds in 2003. That January... Wood Mancy was mobilized and sent to Fort Carson for a month of training before boarding a plane in secret. The flight attendants took all our names and called our families to tell them that we made it to our destination, but they couldn't tell them where we were. Meanwhile, Wood Mancy had just taken a first-class flight to Kuwait in preparation of the Iraq invasion. For weeks, Jen's only knowledge of her new husband's possible whereabouts came from embedded war reports that were aired morning, noon, and night. I would be very, very remiss to not honor my wife with the same accolades that anyone like me has ever gotten, Wood Mancy reiterated. Today, Jen is competitive in the rain cow horse, and while the boys ride, the whole family pursues interests beyond the arena, too. My wife and kids and I, we raft a lot and hunt and fish. I'm not a nine roper because of it, but that's the way we want it. Still, Wood Mancy has clear goals for his roping. I want to qualify for the World Series. I want to earn it, he emphasized. My goal is to qualify, and I really want to qualify on the horse that I have right now. He's 16 now, and I made him. He's the head horse everybody tries to buy from me. Wow. You guys, it's Caitlin Gustav. I'm here to help you sign off from this episode of The Score, which is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Thank you so much to GR Shavino for stepping in today and recording this audio version of The Helper and shedding some light into our community. Um, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, thank a veteran if you see them, make a post, you know, they go above and beyond. And Thank you to their families because that's a sacrifice no one talks about is what the families go through at home while their loved ones are serving. So thank you guys. Happy Veterans Day. Stay safe and enjoy all the roping.